The caterpillar and Alice looked at each other for some time in silence. At last, the caterpillar took the hookah out of its mouth and addressed her in a languid, sleepy voice. Who are you? said the caterpillar. This was not an encouraging opening for a conversation. Alice replied rather shyly. I, I hardly know, sir, just at present. At least I know who I was when I got up this morning, but I think I must have been changed several times since then. What do you mean by that? said the caterpillar sternly. Explain yourself. I can't explain myself, I'm afraid, sir, said Alice, because I'm not myself, you see. I don't see, said the caterpillar. I'm afraid I can't put it more clearly, Alice replied very politely, for I can't understand it myself to begin with, and being so many different sizes in a day is very confusing. It isn't, said the caterpillar. Well, perhaps you haven't found it so yet, said Alice, but when you have to turn into a chrysalis, you will some day, you know, and then, after that, into a butterfly, I should think you'll feel a little queer, won't you? Not a bit, said the caterpillar. Well, perhaps your feelings may be different, said Alice. All I know is it would feel very queer to me. You, said the caterpillar contemptuously, who are you? Which brought them back again to the beginning of the conversation. Welcome to our playground. Who are you or who am I? These really may be the greatest question on earth. Uh, every human being has asked or has been asking since the beginning of time. And maybe the journey of a lifetime or many lifetimes is the journey to this very question of who am I? And the invitation today is that uh, rather than trying to define and find an answer, maybe being a playful liver has something to do with letting go and surrendering to this mystery, this not knowing, the unbearable lightness of not knowing, as I would sometimes call it. The Zen saying goes, in the mind of a beginner there are many possibilities, in the mind of an expert there are few. So being open to whatever this moment brings, without trying to prepare an answer, without hanging on to a story, without judging, can we just listen to this moment? Can we meet it with the openness, the wonder and excitement of a child, opening ourselves to the surprise and miracles of the moment? Can we do that? In today's world, in our daily lives, there are so many different names and descriptions and it is so very important to have an opinion, voice an opinion, to be for or against something. And very frequently, in our human willingness to feel secure, to belong and to connect, we start clinging to things, ideas, people, groups and identities. And we start describing ourselves as an artist, uh, as a teacher, as a mother, as a husband and so on and with each name and description there are so many substatements and stories that come with each of these names and description descriptions 
like a mother should do this and that. A mother should always be loving. A spiritual person should always be compassionate to everyone. A boss should be like this and that. And in this world of all defined actions, ways of doing and living, there is really little room for creativity. Little room left for the longings of our souls, which we probably are not even aware of ourselves. So we end up trying to justify and try to live up to a story which may not be true or may not make us happy and which may not bring the solutions for that specific moment and which may end up uh, us living through more struggle. So the invitation is that if we can stay in the beginner's mind, we are not clinging to anything. And therefore, there is nothing to defend or struggle or no point to prove. And in a world where everything is constantly changing, this beginner's mind can enable us to move through life with a little more ease. We become really lighter. E. e. Cummings says, think twice before you think. Knowledge is a polite word for dead but not buried imagination. When we are all too knowing in our answers, when we know all the answers, this really leaves little room for imagination. And we all remember, isn't a wild imagination the biggest blessing of a childhood and a natural source for creativity, thinking out of the box and more joy? So maybe trying to surrender into this not knowing and trying to stay in the beginner's mind can open ourselves and our lives to more fresh possibilities and more fun and more room for imagination. Maybe the key is to remember that life is mysterious, life is chaos and try not to take ourselves and life so seriously. Walt Whitman uh, in a song of myself says do I contradict myself? Very well, then I contradict myself. I am large, I contain multitudes. The extreme examples of living in the mystery and not clinging to anything are the shamans, most of who are shapeshifters. They are able to navigate through different energies, not being stuck in one possibility and knowing that all possibilities are available to us at all times. Quoting a passage from Gabrielle Roth's description of shape-shifting, Legend has it that some shape-shifters could actually change their physical identities. They could make themselves invisible or transform themselves into animals. As the shaman made himself look and move like an animal by donning a costume and assuming the animal's bodily movements, something quite magical often occurred. The shaman would invoke the spirit of that animal, experience himself as that animal, and communicate insights from that animal. He would capture the creature's spiritual essence, and in doing so, that essence would come to life in the hearts and minds and souls of anyone who was witness to his right. And where this concept of shape-shifting is almost totally lost in this modern world, as she puts it, the trick is to identify with shifting, not the shapes, identifying with the process, not the product. 
One of the greatest modern musicians of our time, John Cage, says, My favorite music is the music I haven't yet heard. I don't hear the music I write. I write in order to hear the music I haven't yet heard. So is it possible to embrace the unknown in a different way, relaxing into the void or the mystery that holds all possibilities? Is it possible to imagine yourself differently? Is it possible to say, I'm going to listen to the moment today, I'm going to be open, and I'm not going to worry about trying to answer all or know all? Rainer Maria Rilke says, Be patient toward everything that is unsolved in your heart, and try to love the questions themselves, like locked rooms and like books that are written in a very foreign tongue. Do not seek the answers which cannot be given to you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will find them gradually without noticing it and live along some distant day into the answer. And I too love asking questions to you and to myself all the time. And I will bring you many questions to play with because I... I love questions. Questions bring the world of possibilities and each question will take you on a journey into yourself. So I would like to invite you this week to try living with the questions. Try to look with a beginner's mind and assume you do not know anything and see for yourself what this not knowing experience will bring you. Maybe tell yourself in the morning, I am a new me this morning. Good morning, new me. I wonder who you are. Let us go out and discover. Let us go and meet life in a new way and see what gifts it has for us. And maybe keep a diary of this new you. Wishing you this week a merry journey into the unbearable lightness of not knowing, I offer you finally this poem of my wanderings in the mystery. Until next week, stay fresh and... Uh, May you have a wonderful discovery journey. And so I will journey endlessly. The depth of a forest teases me so, not sure of what I'd find, not searching for anything. Time is lost and I am found, by leaves, by birds, by the wind, by me. The sound of my footsteps on forest ground accompany me, one by one, they are lost and found. Each step calls for another, and in between, I can hear my voice tuning softly to Mother Nature's song. Who is this? I ask. My footstep answers as it touches the ground. And the forest suddenly opens its heart, and I feel alive together with each step. The journey revealed only by walking.